you've got to be pretty damn tough to be a professional wrestler. It's the kind of business that hurts people both mentally and physically, as we've seen time and time again in the past. However, throughout the history of the wrestling business, there have been more than a few double tough genuinely dangerous individuals. In this video, we're taking a look at 10 wrestlers so tough that they could hurt you with just two fingers. We all know that Kurt Angle is one tough son of a bitch, considering he's won a gold medal in freestyle wrestling with a broken freaking neck back at the 1996 Summer Olympics, it's fairly evident. Angle would carry that neck injury for the rest of his career, including throughout his time in pro wrestling, and yet he still managed to emerge as one of the most talented WWE superstars in history. At the King of the Ring in 2001, Angle broke his tailbone during a match with Shane McMahon. Despite that injury, he still managed to finish the match, even though he was in immense pain. Angle was nicknamed Cyborg by his friends and peers in the locker room for his ability to keep on getting up and fighting no matter the circumstances. Here's a man that is described by many of his colleagues as the toughest wrestler of all time. Everyone from Ric Flair and Arn Anderson to Eric Bischoff and Bobby Heenan, they've all got stories about Meng almost killing his fellow wrestlers if they crossed him. Bobby Heenan said that Meng was the toughest man he'd met in his entire life. The only two men in the world that Andre the Giant feared were Meng and Harley Race. Back in the 80s, Brutus Beefcake cried to management in the WWF when Meng slapped him too hard during a match. So Meng decided to give Beefcake something to cry about. Backstage, Meng dragged Beefcake out of the shower and lifted him two feet off the ground while choking him out. This was witnessed by a bunch of other wrestlers who were all too scared to stop it. Just before Beefcake passed out, Hulk Hogan, of all people, stepped in and negotiated with Meng to put Beefcake down. No wonder then that Beefcake kissed Hogan's ass so much during the 90s. Harley Race is the other man that Andre the Giant was too scared to cross, according to Bobby Heenan. Race was a fighter from childhood when he won a battle with polio. Later in his life, on Christmas night 1961, Race got into a car wreck that killed his first wife. They'd only been married to each other for five weeks. While Race got out of the crash with his life, he shattered both his arm and his leg so badly that surgeons contemplated amputation. While Race never received any professional combat training, many of his peers have talked about how grizzled and strong he was. He body slammed Andre the Giant many years before Hulk Hogan ever did. In his autobiography, Bret Hart called Race the toughest pro wrestler of all time and a man who was hugely respected by everyone in the locker room. The Attitude Era was a very strange time. Steve Blackman will be remembered for his tag team partnership with Al Snow, where they were known as Head Cheese. And to be fair, that was really funny stuff. But let's not forget, the man was nicknamed the Lethal Weapon. And not in an ironic way either, it was for good reason. By all accounts, he was a scary presence backstage. 
Notably, Blackman put the fear of God into JBL and almost knocked him unconscious in an airport one time. He also took down the big show and tied him in knots like he was the size of Hornswoggle and Bob Holly described him as legitimately the most dangerous man he'd ever been in the ring with. These days, Blackman is an MMA trainer and bail bondsman, so if you ever commit a crime in Pennsylvania, he might end up crossing your path. Antonio Inoki was a true Japanese icon, one of Japan's most recognisable athletes. At 6 foot 4 inches and around 450 pounds, Inoki was an intimidating mountain of a man and extremely strong. In his younger days, he was a champion shot putter. Inoki was taught by infamous shoot fighter Ricky Dozen, where he learned not only how to wrestle, but how to fight legitimately in a style that we would later come to know as MMA. Inoki fought Muhammad Ali to a draw and he founded New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is still today Japan's most famous wrestling promotion. During his wrestling matches, Inoki was known to have some of the most realistic looking offense in the game, mostly because he was often actually punching and kicking his opponents for real. Infamously, Inoki was disrespected by a local wrestler known as the Great Antonio. Later, when they wrestled each other, Inoki infamously beat the Great Antonio to within an inch of his life. Bobby Lashley is a legitimate badass, and if he wasn't such a nice guy, he could probably Probably kill you. Lashley is the son of an army drill sergeant and alongside his sisters he had a tough upbringing as a kid at the hands of his father. He followed in his dad's footsteps and joined the army himself before winning a gold and silver medal in the International Sports Council's freestyle wrestling event. In 2003, Lashley was in the wrong place at the wrong time when he took a gunshot wound from a bank robber. It was an event that ended his dreams of competing in the 2004 Olympics, but he did still manage to train as a pro wrestler. When Lashley competed in MMA, he held an incredibly impressive record of 15-1-0, which is even more impressive when you consider he was still actively wrestling for TNA at the same time as fighting his mixed martial arts career. Dan Seven was one of the original MMA fighters to appear for the fledgling Ultimate Fighting Championship back in 1994. This is when the UFC basically had no rules. To this day, Dan Seven is hailed by MMA fans as one of the greatest fighters of all time and is a UFC Hall of Famer, having won their Triple Crown of Championships. Seven retired from MMA with an incredible record of 101 19 and 7. While he was attending high school, Seven says that he wrestled 17 amateur wrestling matches in one day. Seven didn't transition to pro wrestling after his MMA career. Instead, he chose to get into wrestling alongside it. Mainstream fans might remember Dan Seven appearing in the WWF as part of the NWA Invasion storyline from 1998. Unfortunately, Seven was considered to lack the necessary charisma to get over in the WWF, but nonetheless, it can't be discounted that he was one of the toughest men to ever step into a pro wrestling ring. 
They called him the world's most dangerous man, and that wasn't just a fun nickname. Ken Shamrock was one of those original UFC fighters back when the UFC was basically a free-for-all, and he emerged as a fearsome and feared competitor. Shamrock emerged as one of the UFC's first champions in 1995 before the introduction of weight classes and his destructive performances in Japan led the Japanese media to label him as the world's most dangerous man. Unlike Dan Seven, Shamrock is still remembered fondly by wrestling fans as his intensity and charisma was really something special back in the late 90s and it's not like he needs to prove his tough guy credentials. He was still fighting the likes of Kimbo Slice in MMA matches right into his 50s. Scott Steiner has a certain reputation inside the world of pro wrestling. He's a loose cannon with a hair trigger temper. With his nutjob demeanour, he has called out living legends live on TV, tearing them apart in his promos. He looks like a crazy guy too, with one of the most jacked up physiques in wrestling history. During his mid-90s tag team heyday, both he and his brother Rick were known for virtually knocking the blocks off their opponents with their stiff strikes and clotheslines and their huge hard-hitting suplexes. That's no surprise considering his amateur wrestling background. Before his pro wrestling career, Steiner showcased his talent as an NCAA Division I All-American. His technical expertise allowed him to tie knots in his opponents combining his fearless attitude with his tremendous power. And who can forget that time in WCW when he walked down the aisle with a tiger on a leash. Now that is tough. Everyone in the wrestling world is aware that Brock Lesnar is a bona fide powerhouse, having cut his teeth in the punishing world of amateur wrestling. Back in his college days, Lesnar won the NCAA Division I Heavyweight Wrestling Championship, proving his toughness early on. At his heaviest in WWE, Lesnar weighed 300 pounds of terrifying muscle. Lesnar's toughness extended beyond the wrestling ring and into the world of the UFC. He made his debut in the Octagon in 2008 and quickly earned a reputation as a formidable contender. Despite suffering a loss in his first match, he came back fighting, securing the UFC Heavyweight Championship in only his fourth ever professional fight. Moreover, there are countless tales of Lesnar's real-life tenacity, including face-offs with fellow wrestlers backstage. So there's my list of the 10 legit toughest pro wrestlers. Do you agree with this list? Who would you add to that lineup? Let me know down in the comments.